You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL at Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman. To my left, Graham Trainer. <clears throat> yeah. Y- yeah. Visible. Present. There's a, there's a lot of pressure on how I perform tonight. I'll be the judge of that. I'm going to be a harsh critic. As you should be. I'm the one. I'm the one leaving. Is that is that what we should lead with? I mean, we should just get you know get it out of the Let's way. Let's rip the bandaid off. Cat, cat out of the bag, as they say in sports. This is my um, what is this right now? My my Kobe Kobe against the Jazz when he scored like yeah, this year's sixty point game. Sixty, yeah, sixty before he before he retired. They weren't going to the playoffs or anything, but you know what? How do you feel? How's you know your, what? How's your body feel? What's up? I'm not leaving. Hey, I'm not freaking leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I am, but I'm not leaving the show. The show will go on. Yes, the show will go on. That They're going to have to get a wrecking ball to bring me out of here. Didn't that guy go to jail? Jordan Belfort? Yeah. Yeah, he got out. Oh, mm-hmm. seems nice. Yeah. Good for you, man. Let's go ahead and say that me spending time in this basement of the Center for the Arts for hours a week producing this show with you has been a feather in my cap in life. How about that? I appreciate that. A, a very fond time with fond memories. We figured this out by sitting here and staring at each other for, it used to take us eight hours to produce a show. Yeah, yeah, we were so nervous. Like legitimately, we'd be in there for eight hours. You still get nervous in front of some guests, but I think you, you, we only have to like press the restart button every once in a while. We'd be in here to like midnight, 1230, trying mm-hmm. to figure this thing out. Luckily, we got it down to a science where I've memorized which buttons to push. push. Mm-hmm. So... That the buttons will be the same, which will be nice. We got divorced from Simeon. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful time. Yeah. We went through. We we survived uh, controversy. Controversy. Uh, on uh, what what's the what's a better word for controversy? It was more like drama. Oh, uh, yeah. It was it was uh, February snow apocalypse. I called it white privilege, Katrina. That was one of them. Mm, I, I heard. And I then we had a feathers. scandal. Then we had a scandal where someone <clears throat> case us. Uh, well, it's out. In, <clears throat> Case file seven cold, eight cold two. case. Yes, there's a cold case of who. It was, uh, it's still cold, isn't it? Yeah, you use the coffee pot as the uh, f- a restroom facility. Mm-hmm. That wasn't us, but we got accused point blank. Yes, and we survived that. So we've always been. I the, feel good about this. Yeah, we've always been the uh, the Woody Woodpeckers or the the Renegades down here, not playing, not making music our focus. So we're kind of uh, kind of rebels. And yeah, here at KHOL, this the old, community, the old management, um, they thought that we were uh, such degenerates that we would take a take a whiz in the coffee pot while we're down here doing our show together. We're just trying to sit in this room and have fun. Yeah, we're, we're not even out there. We're not we're even allowed. Harmless. We're not even allowed to use the coffee maker. And this was years ago. What's even funnier is to think that no, I didn't produce a radio show that intoxicated. <laughs> Right, right. Where I would consider that a, a, a viable idea. Yeah. 
where did you hear me talk? Was I slurring my words in the broadcast? Because I think I would be just completely blackout if I had to use the coffee yeah. pot. I, I pissed in Michael's drawer, but that was for different reasons. Yeah, well, yeah. he's gone now. He might have That's had the I writing make the it, wall. I could make it to the bathroom because yeah. my age. Yeah, well, you we're getting older. And we have a new segment called We're Getting Older. Or you, now you know you're old. We were talking about uh, low T earlier and Flomax, and, you know, maybe we'll get some sponsors. I'm as pretty we get sure older. COVID has, um, the COVID vaccine has lowered my T. Can we start that room? I'm for sure. for sure Parler will pick that up and say, yeah, Frank, it's to stop. It's to, it's to basically put a microchip in you. Oh, yeah. And to 5G. make everyone sterile. So that's why I have low T. That's why oh, I need a nap. Population after. control. Yeah, I need a nap after lunch now. That might be called your mid-30s. It might be the COVID shot. Yeah, maybe just that you're just a hard worker. And and Frank Thomas, Frank Big Hurt Thomas, the baseball player, Hall of Famer, by yeah. the way. He didn't really have a lot of endorsements as a as a player in the '90s, but once he retired, he got to be with uh, Nugenics, I think it is, where he gets to wink mm. at the camera and talk about men getting um, getting ready for ladies and being there to perform. Yeah, he's basically so. Yeah, maybe that's when we'll hit our niche. Um, we'll be, still be doing this show when I'm 40. So that's what I'm going to go for. I got at least four more years. Just a f- just in life too. Just sign me up, and you get free, hopefully FDA approved. Um, you know, intimate medicine. Cialis. S. Cialis. Thank you. This is more tea. You still have to do that on your own. Oh, but you, this I is just more about to, your tea. I want to. Sh- I think is. this might be steroids. In fact, what I'm about to describe is, I think steroids is where I get a shot every six months, and all of a sudden I'm ripped and nothing can stop me. Like the A Rod conversation we had last week. Yeah. How many times did A Rod take steroids? More or less cheating with women or cheating in baseball download the podcast download the podcast listen to last week um can i can i mention something as well this is completely we're going we're going i'm changing the subject completely there's no crying in podcasting oh you're changing subject okay yeah i wasn't cool i, I might bring it back up but um <laughs> i've noticed those people that are clearly from california those people um those californians there you go um <laughs> the the population of California that has relocated to here, this yeah. new generation of influx. It was the South. I was part of the influx from the South that happened like 10 years ago. Like that that uh, my Jackson Hole has a, an East infection. Yeah, that sticker. sticker. I yeah. love the sticker culture out here. It's Created great. some. Great. Pat Sorry. Taylor's paddles and khakis. Look it up. <laughs> um, Self-made. I've noticed that I can't spot them as easily anymore when it comes to just their license plates. Mm. But if you take a lap around Whole Foods, it's like... Bing, bing, bing. My California radar just goes off. I'm like, how are you this perfectly tan in April? You're talking about they have the old white, red-lettered California plate still? They, or they have do a Jackson not. plate. They've, and you, they've switched out their plates. They've uh, gotten savvy on me. Damn. But I can I can pick them out of a bing, bing, bing. Just pick them out of a lineup. Lululemons and the, um, what else do they wear And male there? male jogger shorts, which is just like... Who told you that was a good idea? Male jogger shorts? Who, like, like tight biker shorts? No, no, no. Let's not call them shorts. Let's leggings? call them leggings. Thank you. Oh, Male ma- jogging leggings. leggings. Yeah, man, man leggings. leggings. Nah. You're, you see someone run down the street with that because our work is that's located right on the- That's for the combine. Thank you. Yeah, not California. And, not here. Well, we're right on the back bike path, and I just watched some legging, man leggings go by, and I'm like, you. Sorry. I see you. <laughs> Can't hide from me, boy. Moose knuckle. Um, yeah. <laughs> all but right, this but let's is going start. on everywhere, man. Like where I'm moving, I'm moving to Austin. This is, you know, 
you're gonna you're Calif- gonna get California ATL. You're gonna get a full dose of culture that you're not ready for. Hmm. The hipster Austin scene. Are you ready for that? I could I could kind of work my way around it. Do you know how hot it is down there and they still wear flannels? Are you gonna be pushed into that zone where you're wearing a flannel and it's eighty five degrees outside? Hmm. Flipping a yeah. skateboard? Kicking, kick, flipping a skateboard. I'm not going to get into skateboarding at 36. I got I into skiing it. at 26. I thought that was a stretch, especially blacks and backcountry and all that. But shred the gnar. Shred the gnar. Go into the ro- go outside the ropes. Duck if you don't ropes. know, don't go. Swift. I'm going to miss this place. Yeah, you are. Uh, you'll be back in a year. Yeah, but I, I will. It, no, I definitely will. I'll be back. Um, not to not to live. I'm not gonna have the. I'm not gonna have that kind of wealth unless Dogecoin really, really just elevates. I think you should probably start taking Soon. some risk in getting rich. I think you should just get rich and move back. That's that's the hope. That's the goal. There the it is. Game. But anyway, um, what was it? What was it's gonna I be saying? weird when uh, the people Flannels. we graduated college with start buying houses and I start like showing up like the plumber. Like, hey, where do you want it? That's already happened with uh, you know who. Yeah, exactly. The good, well, good one, Manor. Yeah. <laughs> Walked in, they're like, yeah, I'm looking around. I'm like. I know who this person is. Yeah, but um, back to flannels. I like and the Austin. heat. I like the heat. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like looking. No, you um, don't. The heat makes you barf. No, the heat. The heat's where I like is where I like to be. I like. Um, that's that's a, a lower totem pole reason. But yeah, I'm I'm a little war, I'm a little worn out with the eight eight month winters and um, the consistency. I definitely you need your cowboy up, son. Look forward to. To uh, July and August. Yeah, you're gonna have nine but, months of summer, and it's gonna be nice for so long that you're gonna your feet are gonna feel trapped inside of closed toed shoes. Mm, yeah, that's I remember true. growing up, and I remember going to Virginia and going to uh, bars, and people were like, "What are you doing wearing flip flops?" I'm like, "I don't know any other way to go to a bar besides in flip flops. It's so hot in Mobile." I gotta get back into my flip flop game. I have one pair of flip flops and I just found them the other day and dusted them off. Tried them on. My toes were like, "Ooh, what is this? A little freedom, a little rough between the big and the middle." But I'm like, hey, I think we can manage. I think we can manage. <laughs> so flip flop game is gonna be strong. You have callus between your big toe and, and your other second larger toe. That's true. That's true. And yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to um, sports wise. I'm gonna have more to talk about. I'm gonna go to UFC fight on the 15th in Houston. Really looking forward to that. My first UFC fight. Friend is in the game in Nashville. He's gonna he's gonna um, he's gonna host me um, via go, coming to Houston with his brother. He's gonna go to that. Gonna go to Colonials Golf Tournament, uh, my old stomping grounds. So we can work. have you on scene. So let's yeah, more let's, on scene. Let's let's Mav, rebrand trying this to go whole to a, move. Trying to go to a Mavs Nets game on the sixth or yeah sixth or seventh of May. We're re- on the road. we're rebranding this whole move. We're not calling it a move. We're we're saying Graham is in the field, and that's how that's, we'll pitch it to everyone. That's great. I just I need to work on that laminated fake media pass. And then when I go and I say Graham, and to my left, Graham Trainer, I'm going to say in the field, Graham Trainer. Yes, to your left. If you're All right. if you're standing looking south, so looking down to Rafter J from Jackson. Okay, I am literally to your left, set eastbound and down. All right. Yeah. I like it. I like all this. I like how we just brainstormed a way into which we made made sense through the lens of this podcast. But one one quick moment. Um, the um, tomorrow at or tonight tonight slash if you're listening to this podcast on Saturday yesterday was my um, grand finale at Pinky G's. It's been a great ten years. Ten I'm, years. I'm thinking behind about, the bar, at Pinky G's Friday night. I'm grand about trainer setting up, or I hope I did do this. Is set up a picture of me. A black and white picture with flowers around it, 
next to where I'm working. So people are like, so this is a celebration of life for you, but you're still here and alive. And I'm like, yeah, does that make sense? And they're like, can I just get a cheese slice? You just leave me alone. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry about that. We're just celebrating my, yeah, that's great. You're going to have immortality at Pinky G's. I think so. I think a uh, Nick Saban statue would be nice. Um, you know, at least name a pizza after me. I don't, I don't care. It's not, it's not that important to me. It Honestly. Is, okay. I'll go restaurant <laughs> culture, restaurant culture. I will go into that a little bit because at the brew pod, they were making new beers and I was like the third or fourth tenured person by the time I left there. Management was like, you should be a manager. And I'm like, third or fourth longest. Tenure. I don't care yeah. about all my employee, my, my coworkers problems. So I can't be a manager. Um, but <laughs> I know that. Goes. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I just kind of stayed and lull, like lulled and lingered a little too long. But people behind me were getting beers named after them. I didn't know what it took. I was like, dude, I have I been here long enough to put my thumbprint on anything? I walked out the door and they were like, hey, man, see ya. And that was it. <laughs> so I, you have your memorial at the restaurant. You poured your blood, sweat, and tears in. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they didn't even say like, can we, you know, or you didn't offer like, can we just name them the the Massey Zeman green beans or something? You know, it could have been anything. Side, can I have a side? Yeah, can I have the side of Massey, which is code for side, side of, of ranch? Yeah, you know, I just ate ranch and everything, so boom, side of Massey. Give him some ranch. That's what that's what I've chosen. That's what Hillary and I have chosen. Life with a side of Massey. There it is. Yeah. Um, we should we should huddle up. Yes, we should do it. Sports. The love fest, the love fest. I want to continue, but the the, the yeah. we got to give the people what they want. I'm just like, um, let's just say I'm a, I'm a sales guy now. I'm just on the road more. I, I'm just not around. Going to be around the family. I can't make sure your indigestion situation's okay. But I'll, I'll I'll check in with you, and we'll make sure we're both drinking beers properly. Yeah, we're not becoming lame. Bringing um, that's getting harder and harder every day. Bringing like diet pills or you know something or talking about keto keto. I'm going to start with the steroids, and then we'll see where the diet goes. Yeah. But we should huddle up. It's a four-part segment. We have the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something we were stuck on, the quote or the question of the week. That is our flex option. I'm going to start with my good news of the week. Mm -hmm. There is a Thomas Troy Zeman, the fourth in this world. He is like nine days old. Shout out to my nephew, Thomas. Thomas! The uh, the fan base grew by one, so that's an increase of 20%. You're born into it, buddy. Sorry, you're, you're stuck with us. Um, Congrats, Troy. That being said, I love you, I love you, Dad. Um, so TZ4? That's, TZ4. That's a sweet name. Yeah. I, I, wanna, I was like, dude, we should call him four and call him Quattro, and then, which will be an easy, easy transition to Quat Bro. And then his buddies wow. just call him Q. <laughs> but he's in D.C. He's going to be like. So what's Q stand for? Uh, <laughs> I was born in 2021. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, oh, wait, wait. His initials TMZ? T- uh, Troy Massey or Tommy Massey Zeman? I wouldn't know. TMZ? DDZ oh, the fourth. Um, in other good news, our man, Mamadi Diakite. Signed a multi-year contract with the Bucks. He was on a two-way contract for a while, dominated the G League, got called up, and is making a grand total. The contract is worth $160,000. Sounds pretty good, Bob. Uh, which is $1,000. Actually, it's not even that. It's $1,000 more dollars than you make? It's about five. <laughs> I'm, uh, it's actually... It's funny. It's one hundred sixty thousand dollars. One hundred twenty. One hundred sixty. How do you say this? One hundred sixty thousand. One hundred twenty-nine. Is that how you say that number? What is it? 
$160,000.29? Yeah, I don't know how to say that. One well, of a, that's some, a good point. Yeah, someone from finance just tell us how to say that. $160,129. I think that's right. And the league, you say and for the comma. Okay. I think. And the league minimum is $159,973. Oh, so if that's you do that. little quick math there, that's about 200 more bucks, maybe 150 bucks? more bucks. Bucks? Pun intended. There it is. Yeah. The bucks. league minimum. So boom, Diakite. Yeah. You're not the least valuable than the than some random rookie. You're a little bit you're 150 bucks more. And you're on a contender. Which is nice. As opposed to um well, DeAndre's not a contender, but he's just he's just hurt. Kyle Guy, the Kings, and um our boy. They're in the playoffs right now, or they're all oh, yeah. they're 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 floating around the, the ten spot. Yeah, my prediction was garbage last week. We'll get into that later. Um so th- what's your good news of the week? And uh Ty Jerome on the o- OKC. Nothing against them, but Mamadi Diakite has the chance to be a huge um, component off the bench for the Bucs in the playoffs. Player. Just a solid, you can get a solid 10 minutes out. That was mine. The two-way deal with the Lakeland the Lakeland Magic. Still think it's funny that they have their team name is the Magic, um, but with the Bucks, And that's uh, great news. They'll all four, then we have four players from that national championship team that are on NBA rosters consistently now. That's sweet. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah. That's great. Four. So there you go. Impact. Four Four out of starting five. Yep. Just Kihei's still in college. Wait, I don't know what waiting one. for Kihei and Luca next year. God. Uh, <laughs> what's your critical number of the week? Uh, uh, one thousand. I think I can say this right. We can say seventeen hundred and sixty-eight or one thousand seven hundred sixty-eight games played. This is talking hockey for Patrick Marlowe of the San mm-hmm. Jose Sharks. Yeah. Um, he passed Gordy Howe. If the kids out there don't know who Gordie Howe is, I think they might know the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's the Jersey Cameron, Mopey Cameron wore the whole time, the Red Wings what? Gordie Howe jersey. Yeah, what a detail. Nice research, Todd. Yeah, thanks, Todd. Yeah. No, I'm going to admit No, I'm not. Um, Shut up, Todd. And that is pretty cool. And he also, another crazy So he's the stat. Iron Man of hockey. He's set a record for most games played in a row. Most, most games played in the NHL in general, in history. And oh. he's, uh, side stat, appeared in, 30 se- appeared in a game with 37% of every NHL player that has played in 104 years of the league's history. That's wild. So he hit the ice with 34% of the players who's ever played ever in it. Ever played. Not like thirty seven percent of current day or past twenty years. Like I would love, I would love to know the percentage of the of when he started mm-hmm. until his till now. The percentage of NHL players it, it'd have to be like seventy five percent. Oh, for sure. From when his career started, easily four out of ten people that have ever played NHL hockey has hit the ice with this guy. Yes, in one hundred and four years. That is an incredible stat. I don't know how old he is. Who, what's his name? Four. Uh, Patrick Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe, you're the man. Uh, my critical number of the week, 11th place. Pelicans. Yes, the Pelicans are in 11th place. How many place. games behind? There are three games behind the Spurs. There are 13 games left. There are one game ahead of Sacramento. They do play the Spurs head-to-head. I looked at their... Ooh. I looked at their upcoming schedule and it seems pretty soft, but the Warriors are... Mi- the Warriors, the Clippers are all mixed in there. The Warriors, the Clippers, and guys. the Warriors are are the, in that eighth spot, and mm-hmm. the and the Clippers. I mean, they're solidly in the mix. Yeah, 
But so there's there's some there's some hurdles to get to, but maybe the Spurs will slip. Well, maybe yeah, maybe it may be uh, that Warriors game. Steph takes the night off, or they're on a back to back, and he they play the Warriors. I think they play the Warriors back to back. Oh, back to back games against Warriors. Yeah, uh, here and there, one of those. No, deals. I, no, I think it's, I think they just are hovering around California because when you play new, basketball in New Orleans, apparently you're in the same division as freaking California. <laughs> That's the West for you, man. It's crazy out here. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big world out here, my my brain. <laughs> um, well, good luck to the Pelicans. I hope point they, guard, I hope they catch point the guard Zion. If if you watch Zion play for five minutes, it's the most entertaining thing in the world. And the Pelicans yeah. are big. They're big. To, even holiday. Stephen Adams, massive. This is New Zealand. Yeah. Kiwi. Drew Holiday's big. Drew Holiday's gone. Not Drew Holiday. Um, <laughs> Brandon Ingram? Not Brandon Ingram. He's big and lanky. Who am I thinking Oh, Lonzo. He's I'm got, he's got a big for a point guard. No, there's, a, there's, there's another guy that I'm completely blanking on, mm. and I'll have to look that up and embarrassed about my Pelican fandom. That's okay. That. I hope that uh, the Mavs, will, if, if, if they jump the Spurs, the Spurs the Spurs are in Why there are because, the Spurs good? because Popovich is a good coach, because all they have is DeMar DeRozan. But if they jump the Spurs, then that means the Mavs will play the Pelicans in, that, in the um, – the seven ten matchup, which I'm hoping for. I that mean, would be that's right. that'd do, be a great day. Or do we play the seven eight? Now I've forgotten. Now I've forgotten how the playoffs work again. The, right. the play in playoffs. Uh, you've, uh, what is your stuck on? Oh, I have a yeah. Speaking of Spurs, Eric Bledsoe. Oh yeah, Bledsoe's big. he's big. Yeah, former Buck. Mamadi took his spot. Uh, Tottenham Hotspurs. All right, that's my that's my. I, I was given I was given this franchise as my team, so I feel this. To my yeah. very bones. So this is kind of a question for you also. Tottenham Hotspurs, they I don't fired know their coach. about the Tottenham Hotspurs. Didn't they, I'm sorry, keep going. I didn't mean don't I, ditch disclosure. Because they, they fired their coach. They tried to join the Super League, and then they withdrew from the Super League. What the hell's going on over there? Do we want to talk about the Super League? Am I going to have to go over there and tell them that your feelings are hurt? That they, they were, Yeah. I know you're a, you're a grit, lunch pail, and hard hat kind of guy. Yeah. You don't want to join the Super League as a... Tottenham Spurs, Hot Spurs. No, no, I was very against the Super League. Horse crap. Uh, I love how the Super League lasted 48 hours. Yeah, it was a fan destroyed. It was kind of like how GameStop became a Reddit, um, a stock that it blew up because of Reddit yeah. and, and fans. The kind internet's of. given the power to the mob. Man, the fans poo-pooed it so hard that they put so much, that, like people were rooting for, um, oh, what's it called, UEFA? Like they actually like an organization like the right. NCAA, they, they, you know? some somehow FIFA, they're somehow like, oh, FIFA, we like them. somehow FIFA became like the moral compass of this whole situation. Right. It's yeah. like these guys, these guys are like, shame on you, Super League. It's like <laughs> this guy, I know this guy's having slaves. Build I used to hate him. World Cup stadiums and guitar right now. Like <laughs> this guy. Spoiler alert: It's like when Luke takes uh, Vader's helmet off in Return of the Jedi. It's his dad, and he's just an old man. And he's like, oh man, I kind of feel sorry for you. You you do want to. You do want to do some good things. You know, Vader, very shocking he doesn't have any arms and legs. How did he get the force in his arm when it was a robot? Did you ever it's think his, about that? It's in his body. It's in his soul. But why does he have to move his arm when it's a robot arm? Animated hands look better in movies. Uh, yeah. Force choke, you got to yeah, you gotta do the motion. But seriously, like FIFA being the moral compass, let's let's dive in on the Super League in case anyone. UEFA is. FIFA's not, but UEFA. I thought they are the same thing. I think no. they own, I think one owns the other. Well, we should Todd. Will you look that up? Thank you. Because FIFA was also saying the people that played in the Super League 
could not qualify for the World Cup for their national team. So the oh, I missed that. So the players were okay, penalized right. by saying. So they collaborated a little bit. Yeah, they, I, to say they no. might be the same thing for no. all I know. Right. Um, it's all corporations. The basic understanding I get why the fans are so mad. There's only tw- they they'd have twelve teams, right? Mm-hmm. And those twelve teams will just play each other, kind of like the NFL. The thirty-two teams all play each other. Yeah. And the beauty of English soccer is that if you're bad, you get relegated to a lesser league, and you don't make the TV money. And the Super League was like, why don't we just all come together and keep and everyone keeps the TV money without any fear of getting relegated and right. losing it. But the beauty of that is. If you're bad in England, another team can come and take your spot in is it the Premier League that's England or the Champions League? I think it's Premier Cha- League. I think it's the uh, whatever league that is. Champions League's <laughs> all encompassing Real Madrid. Yeah, uh, so Premier League. The Invictus. So if you want to get into the Premier League, you got a shot. If someone's bad enough, the the next you know I'm a good farm league system guy. Yeah, yeah. The next person out of the farm league steps up and takes their spot and has a chance right. to be in the mix. And that's what kind of like these lesser teams are holding on hope for. There's tournaments all season long. I don't even get that. But they can qualify via tournament to be in the Premier League. And so there's always like this rotation of teams. And every single small town in England's got their team. And maybe they haven't been in the Premier League in, let's call it 30 years. The drought like the Cubs had. Or the Cubs had 50 years. 80. 30 years is since UVA made the Final Four. Or 100. Maybe it's 100 for the Cubs. But you get what I'm saying. The fact is, like, you wait 30 years to get in the Premier League, and then you have a season of playing Premier League teams. You have Manchester U coming to your small town in England playing on your pitch. You like that? Pitch. That well done. See how I said pitch well, there? Well pitched. So I get, I get from the fan perspective how it would destroy the culture of English soccer. I also get it from the Super 12 team league where they all get like $400 million for joining it. So like they blame COVID in a way of, of loss of revenue to make this league. So the stadiums they, being empty. Yeah. And, and they're they also blame not, some other stuff, but it's, it's been in the works for a while is my understanding. Yeah. And the U S is uh, handing out vaccines a lot faster in Europe. So it doesn't look as if like that's going to happen a lot, you know, as much as like, Say Texas has already opened up, like Rangers, you know, Ranger games are full. Again. Texas opened up, shocking. <laughs> they've tried this before, but they, uh, yeah, they, they've they've taken a big financial loss from 2020. They don't anticipate or um, know what's to, what's the future when when the quarter when the goal of like when they can have full stadiums again still, which is difficult for them to foresee. So. Also, they got so fired up that the Man U fans stormed their stadium. Really? Yeah, they broke in and stormed it. I think there's probably like 20 people. Like Congress? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you get mad enough to storm it. Drunk soccer hooligans? They're like those the yeah. proud boys. I, there England. was probably <laughs> like some pretty similar parallels. Mm-hmm. Some gr- guys grew up in the same neighborhood, Channel Man U, and when they decided to defect from the Premier League, they went and busted down the gates, break the locks and rush the gates. I'm into that. Instead of like a Vikings... Helmet with a fur fur coat. They just went in like dressed like uh, I don't know soldiers at Buckingham Palace. Actually, it it maybe it is Viking helmets instead of a buffalo helmet. 
Mm. And a, a draped American flag. Yeah, Maybe that, it is that guy. Something like a Viking helmet with a double-sided axe, and they just chopped <laughs> down the door. They're like you're dressed up like a Viking. That's not English. Well, how would you feel if uh, the Jags had to go to play in the SEC West, and Alabama got to be in the NFL for one season? It'd be pretty interesting. It'd be kind of fun. That'd well, be the relegation if you right. I don't mixed. know how. I don't know how you would relegate football. You'd have to pay the Alabama players for one year. And then Saban's like, well, damn it, I'm not making more of my players anymore. Is he going to pay taxes now? Oh, God. I got to pay. These guys have to pay taxes? Usually it's just a bag. I have to go hang out in Vegas with Jerry Jones? <laughs> um, no, it would it would be something similar. It'd be, it would be cool to have a, something as ingrained in your system as the local soccer team. And if that local soccer team had a chance to be in the big leagues every year... That would garner a little more attention for me, I guess. Yeah, and you, you take if a- like my local basketball team got to like jump up to the NBA, and the freaking Timberwolves, who've won twelve games, were like, "Yeah, you're not good enough to be here anymore. You're going back down to the minors." Oh, if UVA got to play in 2020's NBA play-in game, and the Timberwolves were uh, relegated to the SEC, that would have been fun. It's just such a jump from college athletics. <laughs> to we have four NBA starters, Massey. Or players. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> From that one team. starter. Yeah, not even one starter. Uh, what is your stuck on? Yeah, that'd be interesting. But yeah, you do take a financial hit as opposed to like American sports where you just get draft capital and you are kind of mixed in with the money that's made for the, the, the same team, We just so. have the same bad teams every year. It'd be nice to have different bad teams. Yes, it would. It's like we beat up on the Jacksonville Jaguars every year. Yeah. It might as well be the... I don't know, Sokoki, Illinois, like it gets old. The best teams like Coyotes, the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Cowboys, they're always there at the top. Mm. Snuck that in there. <laughs> crickets, crickets. Snuck it. What was your stock? Oh, wait. Did I say my stock? Or did no, you said that was your stock. That was my stock. The Lakers got catfish, and I don't I don't I don't know what. By who? Or why or how. I saw Lakers catfish somewhere, headline, didn't click. So I was hoping you had more information on this because this is kind of your scene, you know, social media. But so this is the this is the headlines that I can read you and some of the details I wrote down. They've been catfished before. Uh, Dwight Howard, um, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, who who else? As a as a as a president of basketball operations, not as a player. He's a great player. Yeah, I was, about to say, I, was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of somebody else, and I was like, uh, I think Magic Johnson pretty well. Steve Nash. Yeah. They were catfished he was, by he him. He was breaking down. That, yeah, and Carl Malone, too, for that matter. That team. That the whole that, team. That 2011 or 10 Lakers super squad that was a bunch of geriatrics and Kobe. Um, So this person, I forget her name. I, it doesn't matter because that's not a real name. But this super fan who had a podcast and had like a media following of like 170,000 people. She produced a – she – quote, produced a podcast with somebody else, and then she had this following, and then she got cancer, and then she got abducted, and when she got a, when she, quote, like, went missing, only her, like, podcast person who did it, did who did it, all, like, online was worried for her, and they contacted her, like, boyfriend, and the, or, like, quote, boyfriend, the boyfriend's like, I've never heard of this person, and then none of her like parents or anybody was concerned because she didn't really have parents. And the police were like, "Yeah, we don't we don't have any missing persons report." And there was like Lakers people like 
trying to look for her. And she, all of a sudden, she's she was like, had cancer, got abducted, came back, and then left. Left the podcast? Just left, left the America? internet. Left the internet? And we don't even know if it's a girl. They like slowed down some of the podcast footage and like got the audio and undistorted it. And they're like, this, this might be a man. Really? So I just don't understand hmm. how a man who's catfishing to be a Lakers fan gets so much clout and they're not even real. How do they? Yeah, how do they? That's so wild. We've been doing this for four or five years, and there's they have kill more clout. Yeah, followers. they have more clout than we do. And I'm like, I sit in person with someone and and talk on a microphone. This person isn't even real. We're honest enough about who we are. Why is it that people need fame? I guess because I don't think there's any money involved. There wasn't like a GoFundMe page. Well, they are in LA, so they're seeking fame. So maybe that's it. Like <laughs> I like how, but how do you put on your resume when you go into an audition? You're like. They looked up this person. Apparently, this this has been like a they've been doing this. They've been faking personalities for a while. So this isn't their first stop. Oh, doing voices, just doing, it's just like doing Rob the William, catfish thing. Rob Williams and but Mrs. Doubtfire. How do you you walk into some like recruiter's office and you're like, I've actually catfished uh, hundreds of thousands of people. Wow. Would you like to hire me as the extra on this scope commercial? I mean, we talked about the guy last week that mixed himself into the USC. Football program, another LA guy. That, I mean, LA is a full of a bunch of frauds. I still am on that guy's side. Stay away. Oh, I'm too. I'm yeah. kind of on this person's side because they're a podcaster and they, you know, a, a late April Fool's joke. Should we related. just should we just make up some crimes against us? Like, hey, um, I don't, I I need some people to follow me. I got murdered. Cancer plus abduction. That's a lot. I I am I I got murdered by a crazy ex girlfriend. I, this is me talking from the other realm. So send me massive murder. Send me money and followers so I can become rich and famous. Well, if I'd admitted to already moving away, it could have been a massive murdered Graham. He yeah. wants to take on the podcast by himself. Then you get a lot. Then the show gets a lot of followers. But like you, but I go to jail. But I still come on the show. So I'm like a ghost or something. I don't know. We can find some way to do this. We can. We can. We can work. We with can profit. Parameters, we can, right. We can profit off people. Okay. All right. Yeah. You yeah. like, hey, they're going to have empathy for me if I fake my cancer <laughs> diagnosis. Who are you people? I don't know. Who are the people that go online and like, not only am, do I have cancer, but I'm probably going to get kidnapped. I don't, I don't get it. That's why I'm stuck on it. I just wow. don't understand. I'm glad you looked this up. Those are all the details I have. That was, that was like as a, I was a writing short, a, short story. As, as I was writing it down, fictional. as I was writing down and then I figured out this catfisher had a podcast, I was like, how did they do this? How did they? How did this person do this? I don't know. I am now mad that I don't have enough clout from this fake cancer abduction victim. So they've been doing a podcast with like a voice modulator yeah, with a with a fake voice. Weird. What's your? Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Not not to hate on you, California, but side note. Yeah. What is your quote or question of the week? They're they're still on Spotify. They haven't heard about eighty nine one yet, but they will. Soon enough. Let's go to the roots, guys. Get off Spotify. Don't un- don't plug in your phone. Listen to us. Fridays, two to three. Two to three oh p.m. Gosh, Mountain. This two to three alone. Mountain. One to two uh, California Pacific time. Very good. Very good to note that. And what it, what is your quote? And on question? Apple Podcasts, my quote is: <clears throat> Why not let the linemen wear whatever they want to? Why have numbers? Just have colored jerseys. Why not wear the same number? Dumb. This is uh. The yes. mega boomer millennial, uh, Tom Brady, barely um, fits into the millennial category. He is on the, the lowest end, the 1977 end of the millennials. So he's a mega boomer. I'm a boomer millennial. This is like 
the like old man Tom Brady coming out and he's, yeah. and he's somehow finding issue with this numbers thing, which I've took issue that they're going to charge the players or make the players have to buy their inventory of old jerseys if they want to pl- if they want to change their number. That which that, is already wild. I didn't even know that clause existed. I know. So the players. So to explain to everyone, players in the different positions of the NFL are restricted to certain numbers. So they loosen that. They can be identified. Yeah. They loosened it. Right. Which doesn't bother me. No. Bothers Tom Brady because maybe he's quick enough to be able to read which numbers are which and can't tell that that guy's 350 pounds. He's a lineman. That guy's 225 pounds. Yeah. He's a linebacker. That guy's 195 pounds. He's a cornerback. Um, he wants to make sure his, his left tackle is number 69 and the linebacker trying to blitz him is number 58. So it's, it's less confusing. It's more like, you know, 1999, 2000. What I don't... The, I want to go back to the point where if you change your number in the NFL and if you have a popular number or your jersey's being sold, you have to buy that product from the NFL when you change your number. Yeah. What a penalty. I know. They were like, we're going to loosen the restrictions, but you got to buy your you got to buy all your old inventory the, that, fir- the first year. Who negotiated that? Goodell. Oh, you mean from the players side? Yeah, from the players association. I don't know. Somebody that wasn't paying attention. Um I'm I don't think I don't think it's that big of a deal. People want their numbers to be like zero and one and two. Go for it. Sure, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Uh, my quote or question. It is a quote, and it's quote, and this guy said it, and it it was awesome. But this Texas Tech play by play announcer goes, "Yep, it's coming right back at us," and he's talking about a foul ball. That the guy hits off, off from from home plate. We're talking goes, college baseball. Talking college baseball. Oh, sweet. It comes over the backstop. Their window is down because the weather is nice. They're doing the play-by-play, and they have a camera in there, just low-vis camera just on the crew, and he reaches out his hand, and he palms it like it's car keys. From the press box. From the press box. Wow. He goes, oh, coming right at us, and he goes, and just catches it on camera, like, like and his hand doesn't even move. Check his eligibility. And it was just like the coolest thing that you could possibly do. And you hear the crowd erupt. <laughs> and he like holds it out like like you just caught it in his beer or something. He was like, yeah. Like that's what's great about baseball. There's not a lot of uh, – I don't give baseball a lot of compliments. But you go to a baseball game and there is a higher percentage of you getting struck by a foreign object than any other sport. Why does you like college baseball? There's more college baseball. There's more in the, in the farm system. Your favorite. Mm-hmm. There's more college baseball players than there are pros. Does that make sense? Yes. So it goes hand in hand with your uh, with your love for the farm system. So you love college baseball. I just and like the farm I just system. like going to like a MLB. baseball game, thinking that they're going to be just tossing souvenirs out in the crowd from foul balls to home runs to broken bats to bat slipping. Yeah, throwing uh, t-shirt guns. And there's always a chance that someone's going to catch it in their nachos at Make Sports Center or like catch it in their beer and chug the beer. Like, could you imagine being like, I have no athletic skill set, but if I catch this ball in my beer, I will be able to chug this beer. So I'll be on TV. I'll be a local legend. Like, yeah, it's all, I'll it's get all there. clout. I'll fake an abduction. I'll be famous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a beautiful thing. I'm glad, I'm glad to know you do like the, um, the old, the old, um, keeping keeping balls in play for the fans to catch. It just it just makes the game fun. Yeah, you know you might lose your life, you might lose an eye. Some people have lost. You might lives. chug you might chug your chug your beer on TV. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, sports fans. When we come back, 
We have uh, Friday. Predict a Friday headline, and we're old as dirt, old as old AF, old uh, AF. moment of the week or player of the week. We're trying out a new segment where sports make somehow it. comes up with a way to make us feel personally old, old. in our thirties. Yes. Stay tuned. This is Teton Sports like here on eighty nine one KHOL. Hey, you want to hear a good joke? Nobody speak. Nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and to my left, Graham Trainer. It's a special segment. It's our uh, final segment in-house. Yes. One-on-one, in-studio. Well, for now, but obviously uh, next ski season or when the time strikes. Maybe this summer. I know Selfie Queen's got some... Some accounts to close here. Oh, you know, do some events in the summertime. Hopefully, I can come, be her little helper, and be back, um, back in the basement, in the pit, the cockpit of the production room. What's funny is that if you if we break it down, and that is like humanity, as kind of in general, there is not another person that I sit down in a room for maybe three or four hours one-on-one and talk to not even my psychiatrist no i don't give i don't give like the wife three hours of my time so consecutively to talk <laughs> only no just to, just to chat and nothing that's not, else nothing, going against, on. nothing against uh you know nothing against marriage but you know it's just like this is the way to vent and channel the obsession for sports this has been a this is a great Pro- outlet a productive, for me. yeah a productive outlet in its own in its own way and what it takes is it really does take uh, – I don't know if someone can do this besides going to work, but I want you to k- pencil in something one one five-hour block per week that you do outside of work, and I don't have any of those. No, no, no. Hopefully there will be times um, as as I approach 40, above 40, when you find your little golf You've group. You've been talking like you're 40. You're like 36. You have like <laughs> half a decade until you're 40. I know. I'm just talking about down the road. The the golf group, that's kind of what I aspire to have at some point. The five-hour block. Oh, oh it's the five-hour yeah, block. Beyond the sports show. Oh, okay. That would be the only other thing, outlet, that I would that I would love to do. I did that in my early 20s when I worked for my dad and worked with um, people that loved to golf. So we'd have a nice little foursome. On Fridays, so that was a nice little. So you just didn't work on Fridays. Five, yeah, we left at noon. It was awesome. That does sound pretty awesome. Yeah, got up a little early the other four days of the week to be able to go get the hell out, play some golf, and that was the only other time where I've had like a consecutive weekly five plus hour consistent booking that I looked forward to. And at first, the wives were a little jealous, like, "What are you doing down there in the center for the arts basement?" We're like, "Honey." Just take a listen to the show, babe. They took a listen to the show and they're like, "I mean, I guess." Yeah, they did. They, <laughs> I mean, I guess is they, what they said. They, they sound, they sound happy. They're like, well, he doesn't have it. You I know, he's he doesn't. He's not addicted, addicted to too many things. Yeah, they're not down there. You know, accessing only fans. They're just enjoying each other's company and talking about something we don't understand nor want to listen to on the reg. Which is okay. To each their own. <laughs> That's fine. But there is physical, there's physical proof. There's no physical proof I went and played golf, but there is physical proof that I went right. and sat in the basement and talked sports for a couple of hours via the podcast. 
Um, but we don't have much time. Yep. I hate to say it. We went fast and loose first segment, which was fun. And we need to talk sports. We need to give the people what they want. And we have two new segments. Yep. Friday's headlines and old AF. And where do you want to start? I'm I'm prepared for both. I'd go with old AF. Okay. You go. I, I don't think you're going to get mine, but I think you you go. My, mine's pretty simple. So right. my, my old AF moment of the week, something that made me feel old. I already feel old when I'm bartending and somebody comes up and they have a 2000 birthday. Is that why I, you started dyeing your hair? ID. Haven't, no, Massey, you've not dyed my hair yet. That did make me I'm feel in, old I'm when anti. we were talking to Morgan. It was like, yeah, they. I got ID'd the other day because I had a mask on. We did talk about this with Morgan. And I, I got ID'd, I think, yesterday or the day before. And they were very quick to read it because it just said nineteen. They're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, nineteen. Yeah. You, did, you didn't have to. You didn't have to do any yeah, math there. That's all it takes. Nineteen. I'm old now. So that's kind of the premise of what this is based on. It's like I went to buy beer and they didn't read the full date. And you they're have, like, you they have, didn't have to do any math. You have young eyes, gray in the beard, but with a mask on, just young eyes. Okay. Well, so what is your old old AF moment? I, I went with a simple one. Uh, Jalen Suggs uh, talking about him. He's a top three draft pick. He was born. On or around the day, I, I kind of went back in time. We were talking about first kisses off the air. Happy Gilmore was mine, probably 96. Mine was not as cool as that. Um, he was born on or around the day in June of 2001, around when I lost my virginity in high school. So, you know. So there you go. Yeah. That You're makes, like, makes that, that dates you a little bit. He is going to be a top three pick in this summer's NBA draft, and he's about to go up against a little stiffer competition nice in the nba nice so that did make you feel old you're like this this person was born in february of what june of 01 june of 01 you're like june of june of i think i was seeing fast and the furious one trying to yeah trying to make moves there you go good for you i have nothing as interesting as that no it's just you know um, so something that made me feel old is that the PGA Tour created a $40 million bonus incentive to reward the most, quote, popular players. Oh, popularity contest. Yes. And so there's 10 play- or, or ten people get picked a year for being the most popular. Based off their peers? And Well, I'm about to read you. Oh, sorry, I'm about I'll, to read you the reco- oh, how they're going to judge gonna this. Down. Well, it, it, what's funny, it's like, okay, so let me, let me continue. Let me finish my thought before I say the next one. Mm-hmm. So... They get 10 players. They split up the $40 million amongst those 10 players. Top dog gets $8 million. The most popular dude gets $8 million. This is a way for Tiger Woods to be paid by the PGA forever. Um, I mean, Arnold Palmer, does he get in that mix? Um, So here are the criteria to judge. He's passed, so I hope he gets some love. I didn't mean Arnold Palmer. Jack Nicklaus? Thank you. Yeah, Uh, still alive. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe maybe Arnold Palmer's estate. The ghost of Palmer. Maybe the Palmer's estate gets this money. Um, Number one. Which is which makes total sense to me. Position in the FedEx Cup rankings at the end of the season. Right. You have to have a successful season, PGA season. Number two criteria: popularity on your Google search. John Daly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what does that mean? Not like, in the top. All of a sudden, you have to start figuring out the Google algorithm because there's millions of dollars on the line. Number three. Your Nissan brand exposure rating, meaning how well you represent your brand. Okay. I don't know what that means. I don't know who Nissan is. Nissan, the car? N-I-E-L-S-O-N. Nielsen. Nielsen. Uh, Leslie Nielsen. Number four, your Q rating. Not that Q rating. Not, Not what rank you are in the zombies 
But your Q rating is measures the appeal and familiarity of your brands. Oh. Number five is the MVP index rating, which is actually how much social and did in, in your digital channels get interaction. Wow. And number six, the melt water melt water mentions frequency with which a player generates uh popularity generates something across media platforms buzz okay exposure okay so basically it's how popular you are on the internet can get you paid via the pga tour if you are a golfer and that was like one of those things from like oh okay like if you interact with your fans on twitter you potentially can make millions of dollars according to the pga so if you have a blue check, obviously all PGA players probably do, yeah. or at least most of the top hundred do. So that's it. So the only thing there is, I guess you know, obviously uh, Tiger had his situation with um, his family. He can't drive. Yeah, is that is that buzzworthy, or is that? I mean, that's kind of a that's kind of a bad thing, but also it's gaining popularity. But he's also I, is, lost is a lot of his old like sponsors. Is this like an all press? All press is good press situation. Exactly. That's my question. Good, I think. Yeah. I think maybe. I yeah. think that's a possibility. I, obviously, you don't want to like promote the negative parts of it. If you're yeah, if you're sponsored by uh, Lincoln, if you're Matthew McConaughey, you're sponsored by Lincoln. You drive your car off the road. Um, probably not the best look, but you're still you're Lincoln's. Not, like that car should still be on the road. You should not take that maybe car. Yeah, off maybe the road. it's the car's fault. Quality control. So what we I remember having this discussion amongst just like peers and being like, well, like Michael Jordan is so good for the NBA brand. Yeah. And the NBA never like wrote Michael Jordan a check and said, "Hey, thanks for the, th- thanks for growing the NBA exponentially." Or supposedly he got secretly kicked out for gambling, but yeah. And then, or, <clears throat> for instance, <laughs> um, what LeBron James done to the NBA, or what Tiger Woods has done to golf, which is the most relevant example, or oh, I'm trying to think of the NFL, like what the spread offense did for the NFL, like. These these so many people are like good ambassadors, but the, their only financial gain was it from sponsors, right? And now the PGA is like, hey, if you're really good at promoting our sport, we'll just go ahead and pay you. And the way we're going to do that is, do you talk trash back to your fans on Twitter? Yeah. Do you interact on DMs? Are your posts cool and hip? Is your marketing team and your manager doing the due diligence for? Do you write that in your marketing team's? Uh, I guess contract. Would, I guess if, you like, if I get part of the forty million dollar pot that we're all going for, you get ten percent of my yeah. earnings. Yeah, incentive based for sure. I would hope so for the marketing team. Can we get a guy like that? Todd is asleep over there. Like we, literally, is asleep. We got we got to work on Morgan's. Uh, who are Morgan's sponsors? Tennessee Titans, and we we need more. Maybe Nissan. Maybe Nissan wants some sponsor <laughs> Morgan. You said Nissan earlier, Nielsen. Yeah, same guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, same guy. So, so tw- Twitter clout and internet clout has been monetized, and that makes me feel old. It does. It does. Re- reading, going down a wormhole about cryptocurrency makes me feel old. This is very similar to that. What you brought up. I love how everyone is like, "Oh, well, I can't explain cryptocurrency, but I watched this Netflix documentary that you should watch." And it now makes sense to me, but it doesn't make enough sense to me for me to explain it to you. Right. You just have to watch the documentary. And it's like the blockchains, the yikes. miners. Yeah. I even had the graphs. You, I don't know. Um, this is, this is going to like date me a little bit, but in biology, you know, like RNA and DNA and there's all those graphs on how they all like matched up and stuff. 
there was basically that graph explaining DNA for blockchain. And like, this fits in here and this fits in there. And it was very simplified. And I was like, I don't, I don't get it. There's, wow. there's a history of people selling stuff. Isn't that just a ledger? Maybe it was a little DNA worm from Jurassic Park, you know, explains dino DNA. Yeah. I would get it. That sounds difficult. The yeah, periodic if, element if of the tables, was... that's chemistry, but I would maybe understand if they put it in the periodic elements. Yeah. Periodic I don't table. know. I don't know. Some Something that I can digest. Sure. I mean, I What's don't know. What's the Netflix documentary? I, I don't know, but the, everyone Pre- everyone mentions it or a documentary oh, or gotcha. a YouTube explanation <laughs> or whatever. And I watch it. I'm like, so there's an icon of this like dog that's making people millions of dollars and I don't understand why. Yeah. Thank you, capitalism, for explaining <laughs> Dogecoin to me. Well, some people think it's good. Some people think it's bad. Some people shorted it. Is the bubble going to burst, Massey? Yeah. This is classic, <laughs> like Expedia.com and like Pet. What, what was the other one? Like, If you had a .com in your name in the late 90s, early aughts, you were a millionaire just by having three computers in your office. Alta Vista. Was that one of them? Ask Jeeves. These are, these are the old ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about all the old ones. Yeah. I said Expedia just because it was. And if you're like, what is what is he talking about? Expedia travel website went public and they made a gazillion dollars and they had like nine employees. So that's that's a thing. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to our second segment. It's called uh, We Record on Thursday Nights. And it always Friday morning, there is a news dump that we don't get to talk about in the show. So instead of being skunked, we're just going to predict them. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, a lot of a lot of players, uh, organizations find a way to like sneak in big headline on a Friday since it's still a part of like the work week, the news week yeah. before people go watch games or go do stuff outside. It's kind of like getting fired on a families. Friday. Yeah. No one comes <laughs> back in and shoots up the place. Hopefully not. Uh, because they have Saturday and Sunday just to blow, mellow like to, to mellow out and blow off some steam. They probably drink a thousand beers. That's a good point. Um, that's why Black Monday never makes sense with the NFL coaches. Yeah, like, Black Monday, that's messed up. Yeah, like you had all week to figure that out. He's yeah. got to clear. He's got to go clear out his locker when everybody else is there. Had a great day with my family on Sunday, and now I'm fired. And uh, what am I do the rest of the week? Well, I can golf. Do do people play golf? I'm not sure. I'm not convinced people play golf. Oh, yeah, they do. Um, we just talk about golfers. Uh, so what is your Friday? I'll go ahead with my Friday headlines. Yeah. They're not going to be as interesting as yours, I don't think. Well, I, last week, do your last week, did that come true? No. Your, uh, dream, your dream didn't come true. Uh, Randy Moss's nephew did not get picked up by the Bengals this week. Damn. And Joe Burrow's uh, core wide receiver core is not moving to Cincinnati. Yes. Yet. Yes. So Moss I'm, is still I might be out there as an still option. Available. Jamar Chase is still obviously out if there. If they don't get that lineman from Oregon, if the Bengals don't Sewell. Did you see Joe Burrow's scar on his knee? No. During they had the Bengals had a jersey reveal. And so they had their bunch of star players dress up and like in the new jerseys that look not different from their old ones. Point being is <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow has this nasty scar on his knee, and it's like you just want to protect that. Whatever you do, put somebody in front of him that's going to keep that scar to a singular scar and not multiple scars. That's and, good. That's good. That's a good body image thing for young men out there. Uh, yeah. Scars. Don't, scars. You know, don't, don't Photoshop out your, uh, your, your, tough, your tough waistline, yeah. ladies. Show what you really got. 
men with the, with the scars in the NFL. That's I think Joe Burrow's quote was "chicks dig scars." That's that's a good quote. I don't think he said that. Um, and cigars. Coach K did not retire last Friday. That was my other prediction. Yes, but I it. am going to predict that Coach K retires this Friday. Perfect. Um, Double down. My prediction for this week: Belichick is going to come out in favor of the new number changes. Oh, to directly. Yes. Yes. Basically, despite Tom Brady, I like it. The war continues, and he'll either say he won't say like I'm in favor of it. He'll just be like, I don't see the big deal with the number change. I know that I know that Tom Brady won a Super Bowl, but I just want to know that I'm with the players on this one. I'm, I'm in favor. Of, I'm a players uh, coach. I'm a players coach now. So just saying, the numbers don't bother me. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Sam uh, Cam Newton, my, my uh, starting quarterback's uh, new show, uh, Sip and Smoke on BET. I don't know if you've seen the commercial, but it actually looks very entertaining. Just saying. Um, so what is your Friday headline? Good. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm fighting. I'm fighting this guy that always comes on this time of night oh, when gotcha. he tries to take over the computer. Uh, last week, Luke Walton fired. Did not happen. In fact, the Mavs lost at home to the Kings by 14 that following Sunday. So, up in smoke on that one, Mr. Graham. Bad prediction. Whoops. But it's it's coming, Luke. This week, Jerry, what is, who does Luke work for? Luke Walton's the uh, oh sorry the Sacramento Kings coach. Oh right, they had right, lost right, like right, right. nine in a row at the time, and yeah, he's going to be out at the end of the season. Yeah, but they're right on the cusp of they the playoffs. Are, they are. They, so keep the they I won, get it. They won two out of three since my prediction. So keep going, Luke. So I'm, I'm going to stay away from the firings this week. Jerry is jonesing for Kyle Pitts. God, he wants to smell those pits, and he's going to trade up with the Falcons for the number four pick and take Kyle Pitts in the draft because he's obsessed. He is slobbering. All what? over the media. He's 78. He only has so much time left on this earth. He wants Jerry Jones wants his players now while he's still on this earth and he can still control the organization. The the Kyle Pitts draft stock has only rocketed since up since hit uh, the end of the college football season. It's wild. He is predicted to be the first player off the board, not Don, a QB. Right. Yep. Which is so Atlanta's at what four? Yeah, they're at four. The issue, where, where are the Cowboys? They're at ten. So what would it take to go from ten to four? Probably a one, and then probably a one. Probably the one they, the Falcons would go back to ten, and they'd also probably have to give up next year's first or at least second round pick. Uh, the problem for this is uh, the hang up is Arthur Smith, the new coach of the Falcons, is a former tight end coach. He loves those tight ends. Yeah, and then you can put Julio, Calvin Ridley, and Pitts together for Matt Ryan to. You know, kind of see if Matt Ryan still got a little left in the tank next year. But it can happen if the Falcons look behind them and say, "Okay, what do we want? What do we want more? Do we want to get a quarterback behind Matt, uh, Matt Ryan for the future? Probably a good option if we want to make this pick with the, or this trade with the Cowboys. Okay, give them Kyle Pitts at number four. The Bengals have Burrow. The Dolphins have Tua. The Lions have Goff. The Panthers just traded for Darnold. The Broncos will probably pick the best of Fields, Lance, Trey Lance, or Mac Jones. It's available." in that position at nine, then the Falcons can still take the best quarterback available, an offensive lineman, maybe Sewell drops, or the best defensive player still left. So you're not saying the Falcons will still get, will, instead of getting Pitts, right. will Which get they, a QB instead. What QB would be at that? Say that again. What QB would be at that number 10 slot? So it'll go Trevor Lawrence, Jaguars. It'll go Zach Wilson, who, did you see the meme of him? Uh, they made all the... QB prospects in the, in the girls, what they would look like. 
No. He looks kind of hot. It's kind of weird, but it's the way things are. I love the internet. San Francisco 49ers, they're going to take Mac Jones or Justin Fields, in my opinion. The Broncos would take Trey Lance or whoever the Niners don't take, and then the Falcons could still take that last pick, whether last quarterback, whether it be Mac Jones or Trey Lance, likely. Or Justin Fields, even. Maybe he maybe he's the dropper. His stock has been going down while Kyle Pitts has been going up. So the Falcons have options here. They're They're also probably going to want to take Fields, but Jerry Jones likes to make a splash, and what better way to make a splash than make Friday's headlines and make this draft trade? Makes sense to me. Sports, well, that's we're out of time. I'm glad we, go, we could fit that in. I love you. I'm going to miss you. Love you too. That's it, and that's all.